Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate you, and today... We are going to talk about whether or not money really matters to women. And the reason I'm doing this podcast is because things tend to happen in waves. And lately, I've been getting a lot of clients who have this belief that they need to be making a certain amount of money before they can attract a really high quality girl. So you may have the same kind of issue. And if you do, this podcast is specifically for you. But also, if you don't, there's a few things I want to talk about that you may not have thought of before as to why women are attracted to money, quote unquote. And this will probably really open your eyes that actually money isn't the real important thing, but it's something else. So I'm going to get into that in this podcast. Before I jump into the content, you know what I like to do. That's right. I like to ask for those reviews. If you listen to this and you feel like it makes the cut, I would definitely appreciate a five-star review with some writing behind it. Or some of you have actually been telling your friends about it been spreading the word, spreading the love, and I do appreciate that, then you can write me at coachmarksing at gmail.com and I'll send you a bunch of cool shit. So with that out of the way, what do you say we jump into the content? All right, so first and foremost, I want to tell you guys a little story. Now, this is something that I've been holding since I started the podcast and I haven't mentioned in it because it's just that damn good that I wanted to save it until I reached a certain number of downloads, until I knew a certain number of guys would actually hear about it because this, my friends, is how I got really good with women. I'm talking insanely good. If you haven't been listening for a long time, you may want to listen to some of my previous podcasts. Over the last six months since I started doing it myself, I've dropped a lot of really good information. I literally just got an email two minutes ago and the guy's like, dude, I cannot believe the online dating God series that she recorded. It's so freaking good. I can't even believe it. And I want you guys to check that out if you haven't yet. You know, I've dropped a lot of really good knowledge on this podcast, but here's something I never talked about is I was a bouncer for five years. I was a bouncer and you guys, it was ridiculous. The situations that I got in. So my basic outline of my story is I started gaming girls when I lived next to Arizona State University. I would go to ASU and pick up chicks. Did that for four years, cold approached probably tens of thousands of girls. I mean, every day, all day, that's all we did. And then I moved to Colorado. I was a bouncer for five years while I would go to the nightclubs and the bars. And that was like next level shit. And then after I got done with bouncing, I started coaching in field. I was actually coaching in field uh, a little bit before that, but I got really, really deep into it and then created the same situation that I had when I was a bouncer just by being a regular dude in the bars. But here's the big thing, okay, is that when I was a bouncer in the bars and, and frankly, when I was just in the bars normally without much money, I mean, a bouncer makes what, 11 bucks an hour? So clearly I, I did not have much money at that time. I would get more ass than a toilet seat, okay? And I would yank hot girls off of rich guys all the fucking time. I can tell you story upon story of guys who would come in, like this one dude came in with his little Ferrari hat on and like he clearly pulled up in a Ferrari and here I am, bro, a bouncer making $11 an hour. I have a shitty fucking cowboy hat on, a shitty pair of jeans. 
I'm just a piece of shit as far as society is concerned. But dude, I yanked his girl and she was fucking hot too. I yanked her off of him so fast. His goddamn pants flew off when the concussion hit. Boom. You just got fucking worked, bro. Because money doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, boys. Get that shit out of your head. It doesn't fucking matter. I have clients, I have friends, I have fellow coaches who live in their mom's basement, who are homeless, who get more vagina than a goddamn tampon. So this whole notion of like, oh, I have to make more money, I have to be more successful to get girls, bullshit. Get that out of your head right now. And listen, if you have this belief which was given to you by somebody else before you could defend yourself, given to you by the myriad of lies spread by the media, the myriad of lies that even women will tell you, and I'm going to get to that in a second. If you need that to be surgically removed from your brain, hit me up, marksingcoaching.com. I do NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. I'm going to go in there with a scalpel and some tweezers, and I'm going to remove that shit from your head because it is complete and utter BS. Okay, so a couple points here. First and foremost, You guys have to realize that what women say they want and what they're really attracted to are two very different things. Okay, I want to say that again. What women think they're attracted to and what they're actually attracted to are two completely different things. So a lot of women, and I've seen this on Facebook, I was actually surfing Facebook last night and like chicks were talking about how they want a guy with money. They're going to say that because they don't even know what the fuck they want. But here's the thing. You know what they really want? They want a guy with ambition and money is oftentimes a sign of ambition. And that's why women think they want a dude with money. But I'll tell you what, if you're a dude with money, like let's say you get the money, you work your ass off, you finally get the money, but you don't have the game. You don't have the frame. You don't have the tonality, the charisma, the techniques, all the things that I teach in this podcast, as well as in my coaching, you're going to get blown out so fast. Your toupee is going to fall off when the concussion hits. That reminds me one time, <laughs> me and my my best friend, when I was a little bit younger, we were like kind of talking shit with these two guys. And one guy had a mustache and, and my friend goes up to the guy with the mustache and he's like, yo, bro, if your friend doesn't stop talking shit to me, I'm going to hit him so hard that your mustache is going to fly off your face. I thought that was so funny, dude. We were laughing about that for days after that. But anyway, the point of the matter is this, guys, is that women are attracted to ambition and social wealth social wealth is what I call it. The ability to control the frame, to lead her to where she wants to be led, to not be a floor mat, like I talked about in my previous episode, why nice guys finish last, to give her a great experience and be the man, the masculine man that she really wants. The reason why money is perceived to be this important thing is because society and the media and everybody just tells you that's what women want. Okay, occasionally there's some gold diggers like 0.001% of women who don't have a good moral standing will dig for gold. Okay, put them in that category over there. As for most women, they don't give two shits about money. Here's what they care about, okay? First of all, that you're ambitious. And all you guys are ambitious because you wouldn't be clicking on this podcast unless you were. So boom, check that off. You have ambition. Secondly, you have social power, social wealth. Okay. So what is social wealth? Let's go back to me in the bar and being the bouncer. Okay. I'm, I'm getting paid $11 an hour at the time and I'm a bouncer, but here's the thing is I had the most amount of social proof, the most amount of social wealth in that entire bar, that entire nightclub, because I was the alpha among the alpha. Not only was I working there 
but I was also the top dog among the bouncers. I was the leader. I was the champion. You could see it in my body language. And dude, I just stand there like, bro, I own this place. Like I literally felt like I own this place. And so when dude came in in his Ferrari with all his money and this hot girl on his arm, she was jocking me because I had more social wealth than he did. How do you get social wealth? Exactly what you're doing. You're working on yourself. You're getting a stronger frame. You're learning how to talk to chicks. You're outcome independent. You're stepping into your masculinity and you're becoming an unapologetic man. That's how you get social wealth. Furthermore, putting yourself in a position, like let's say I'm not a bouncer and I go to the bars. I still get the same amount of attention. Why? Because I have the social wealth of pre-selection. That means other hot chicks are with me. I make sure I stack the cards in my favor so that when I go into the bars, there's hot chicks with me. They're all jocking me. I'll actually take hot chicks and introduce them to other hot chicks, bring those into our fucking circle. Then it's over. I have the most social wealth of anybody in the club. So this belief that money attracts women is total bullshit. All money is, is it's a sign of ambition. It's a quality that shows, okay, this guy is probably ambitious. He's successful because of certain things that he's done. Because I'll tell you what, a lot of us hate rich people, but I've met a lot of rich people. I have a lot of rich friends and they are some of the most awesome people in the world. This whole filthy rich, you're a piece of shit because you have money, you've manipulated someone to get your money, that's a scarcity mindset. And if you have that mindset, I want you to kick it as soon as possible because most of the time, wealth is rewarded to those who work on themselves just like what you're doing, those who have ambition, which is what women are attracted to, those who learn important things like controlling the frame, being charismatic, how to sell, how to win people's trust how to be persuasive, all those things are necessary to become wealthy usually. So most of the time, if you see a guy with money, we can kind of assume that he has a lot of good qualities as far as like ambition is concerned, as far as being a savvy businessman, let's say. Not all the time, sometimes they're inherited or whatever, but I'm gonna tell you this, if he doesn't have the social power to control the frame on a woman, she is gonna blow him out so fast Yep, you got it. Once again, his pants are going to fly off when the concussion hits, wrap around the bartender's head. The bartender's going to drop a bottle of Jim Beam on her foot. She's going to fart uncontrollably, knock down all the wine glasses. The manager's going to get his hand cut, and she's going to get fired. All because that guy got blown out so hard, his pants flew off when the concussion hit. So I really want you guys to take this under advisement that this whole money matters thing is bullshit. And really what's funny is a lot of guys buy into this myth and they go out and they make all this money. And well, this is this is part of the reason guys make so much money. The desire for a woman is so powerful that a large part of our society was built because of it. Think about that. All the ambition, all the things that men have done in this world, like the railroads and the coal guys and the Rockefellers and and all these like super successful people, even someone like Donald Trump, they're motivated by women because they wanted to impress women. But the sad and pathetic thing is when they arrived there, they still couldn't pull women. Okay, yes, sometimes they could. But again, who, who knows if they were gold diggers, right? That's why a lot of my friends who have a lot of money, they'll actually hide it from women in the beginning because they want to see if the woman wants them for them or if the woman wants them for their money. So actually money can be a bit of a hindrance because now you have to filter out whether or not the girl really likes you for you. 
So another story I want to tell you that further gives evidence to the fact that money doesn't matter two shits when it comes to women is my buddy when I was in my 20s. I've talked about him before. It was the same friend who stabbed me in the back, got addicted to drugs, and now is homeless, which is really, really sad. Did everything for the guy, gave the guy $10,000 when I got my inheritance from my grandma. He blew it on a lawyer because he was caught uh, doing GHB. Fucking long story. I don't want to get into it. But this guy was the ultimate girl magnet. I have never seen anybody better with women than him until I came along. Oh yeah, just kidding. But am I? Who knows? But anyway, this guy was so ridiculously naturally good with women, okay? And he had the strongest frame I've ever seen. And that's part of the reason I'm really into frame control. Well, he would get on the phone with girls and he'd be like, hey, listen, um, my financial situation is a little bit difficult right now. I'm actually unemployed and uh, I'm not going to be able to afford to take you out. I also, just so you know, I don't have a car either. So how would you feel about picking me up and paying for our date? And bro, there would be fucking solid nines and tens on the other line. And I would hear him like, oh yeah, that's fine. No big deal. All good. How was he able to do that? Because he had the strongest frame I'd ever seen in my life. He made no apology for the fact that he was unemployed. He didn't feel insecure about it. He felt completely fine with it. And he knew it was no big deal. If he made it no big deal, then she would make it no big deal too. He knew that. And he was unapologetic for it. And furthermore, the guy was ambitious. You know, he wanted to be, um, he was a great salesman. He wanted to create his own mortgage loan business. And for a while there, he was doing great. Unfortunately, drugs came in and fucked him up, which is really, really sad. Part of the reason I also don't do drugs is because what happened to him. I mean, this dude was my best friend since we were six years old. And it, it was heartbreaking what happened to him. But anyway, he had so much game and self-belief and such a strong frame and so much charisma that he would blast past all that shit. It didn't fucking matter. This guy would yank tens off fucking rich guys all day long. I have never seen a guy pull like this guy did. Another example, I have a client right now who lives in a van. He lives in a van and he makes absolutely no apologies for it. In fact, he's reframed it as such that he thinks it's the coolest thing he gets to wake up wherever he is. He loves it and he's getting all kinds of girls now where before he hired me, he was struggling. Now he's getting all kinds of chicks. The guy has more dates than he can handle and they're all okay with the van. But you guys who are like tied up over this money thing would be like, oh my God, he lives in a van. I would be so embarrassed. Here's the thing. If you're embarrassed, she's going to be embarrassed. If you feel ashamed, she's going to lose attraction for you because of it. And this goes into guys who have like physical maladies as well. I had another client today who had a fucked up foot from childhood and he has scars on it and everything like that. And he's kind of embarrassed about it. Well, I told him, I was like, bro, you need to reframe that. You need to see that the hell you went through to get through the battle of your foot, to get it fixed, all those scars that you have on your leg. You need to be proud of those scars. You need to be like, bro, these are my battle wounds because I'm a fucking warrior. And when you do that, girls will do that too. So where are you at now, bro? I'm asking you, the listener, where are you at? You work in a shitty job. Maybe you're unemployed. Maybe you're a student. Maybe fill in the blank. You need to fucking drop any kind of insecurity you have about that and know that it doesn't freaking matter. Listen, as long as you can pay your bills, as long as you can get by, that's all you need. But here's the important thing. You need ambition. So if you're working at McDonald's, if you're working at the mall, if you're working in wherever and you're talking to a chick about it, what I suggest you do is be like, you know what? I'm working at McDonald's right now, 
but that's because I'm saving to start my own business to do X, Y, Z. And here's what I want to do. Then what you do is you speak about it with passion. You're like, and I want to do this and I want to do that. And I'm really fired up and I'm studying business books and I'm listening to that champion Mark Singh on the Unapologetic Man podcast. And I'm bettering myself because I want to get here. So here's the thing. You don't have to be there. All you have to do is want to be there. You see how that works? The ambition is what's attractive, not the actual achievement of that result. So I actually talked to a couple of girlfriends about this before I recorded this podcast. And I was like, listen, ladies, it's true, right? Like money doesn't matter, but ambition is the important thing. And they all seriously agreed with it. Okay. The chicks who say I want money and stuff like that, they don't know what the fuck they want. Because once again, what they think they're attracted to and what they're actually attracted to are two very different things. So be very careful about what kind of girl advice you take, what kind of stuff you listen to on the interviews on YouTube. You know, you get guys interviewing chicks. Hey, do looks matter? Hey, does money matter? Hey, does this matter? And like the kind of answers you're going to get from chicks, you can't really trust it. You can't really trust it because the logical brain and the emotional brain are like two different things. They're in two different territories. And the logical brain is going to answer the question on the interview. But then when a guy like my boy comes along and starts spitting game with this girl and says, hey, listen, I don't have a job. I don't have a car. I live in my mom's basement. She's going to be like, I don't care. Fuck me. Right? Because he has social power. He has social wealth. And if you're ambitious on top of that, I'm telling you, man, that's all you need to attract women. So as I continue to do coaching, it's interesting how these things come in waves and it was crazy. I literally had like five guys in a row who all had the belief system. I'm not enough because I don't make as much as Ed does. I'm not enough because I make as much as Scott does. Who gives a shit? I was a bouncer making $11 an hour and I had chicks throwing themselves at me. I can't wait to tell you guys some of the stories. I was really excited to tell you about how I was a bouncer. I have so many stories, not only stories with girls, but stories with dudes, like fights and stuff, arresting guys. I've seen I've seen the craziest shit, people having sex in the craziest places, girls offering to have sex with me, like wherever the fuck. And that happened too, just when I was going out to the bars and nightclubs, once I had game, once I had pre-selection. So once again, it's your status that really, that's all that matters. How do you get more status? You continue to open and eject, open and eject. If you haven't heard my podcast episode about opening and ejecting, I think it's called How to Approach Girls Without Rejection, but don't quote me on that. That talks about my open and eject policy where you systematically expose yourself to more social pressure. As you get more social pressure, your voice changes, your muscle, your social muscle grows so that when you talk to a hot chick, she immediately gets attracted to you. So finally, I want to wrap this up with something that happened to me in the gym today. I was talking to this pretty hot girl, hadn't seen her in there before, so I approached her and I was like, so what do you do? And she's like, uh, she's like, I'm a model, right? The, the old model one. And I love it when I get model comments because I have so many rebuttals to that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So you get dressed up in a burrito outfit and like you dance in front of Taco Bell on the side street. And she was fucking laughing so hard. That was an awesome rebuttal to when they tell you they're a model. I also say, what are you like a hand model or something? Or I'll often say, oh, are you like an eyebrow model? I hear there's like a huge demand for eyebrow models right now. But anytime they tell me they're a model or a stripper or an exotic dancer, like when they say they're an exotic dancer, I'm like, oh, I've been wanting to learn how to dance the Congo. Can you teach me? And you always want to bust their chops a little bit when they try to impress you 
by saying they're a model or some shit. Girls say that all the time, and that's why I have so many rebuttals for that. So, you know, that chick at the gym, when I went up and I spit game the way I did, walked up to her confidently, controlled the frame, had my voice just as it is now, was very calm, cool, collected, and then I made her laugh. Trust me, if she had a billionaire boyfriend, I'm not saying this particular girl was like super attracted to me or anything, but I bet you anything I could get her to drop him just by the strength of my game. Once again, it's social wealth, not monetary wealth that matters. And I want you guys to be ambitious and know where you want to end up. Have those two things and you'll get a girl's attracted to you no matter how much money you have in your bank account. All right, guys, that's it for me. If you found value in this podcast, please do a dude a favor and leave me a review. It's the way I rank this podcast and I'm really trying to grow it. So I would appreciate your support where that's concerned. I'm coming with another awesome podcast on Monday. So please stay tuned. I appreciate all your guys' support and I will see you in the next episode.